Hello, boys and girls. Welcome to the second episode of The Boneless Boys. And we talk about skateboarding and skateboarding content. Content. I can't talk today. I'm very sorry about that, guys. And I'm Alan. <laughs> and I'm Travis Mitchell. And, and this is The Boneless Boys, episode two. I said it twice because we keep it real with y'all. And here we <laughs> go right here. I'm a, no one knows this. And right here. We got special guest, the Street Plant Italian member. You may know him as the host of the Skatefulness podcast. Our good friend and yours, the one, the only, Dan Sheehan. Yeah, what's up, guys? <laughs> How are you doing, Dan? Doing pretty good. I can't hear you over the crowd going wild, though. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, Travis, we posted questions that people want to ask us, so... Can you interest us with the question they ask? If that's okay with you. Since Dan's right here, Dan, what got you into skateboarding? What got me into skateboarding? Well, um, I would say it, it sort of started with my older brother. My older brother was a skateboarder, and his friends were skateboarders. So I guess just kind of seeing them, you know, it's kind of like uh, I looked up to my brother, so I, I wanted to be just like him. It's amazing how it's like friends and family that are the, the door that opens us up to skateboarding. Yeah, it's kind of funny how that works. You know, it's like you don't know when you're when you're experiencing it. But later on in life, you look back and you're like, wow, I was really influenced by my brother. You know, you, you don't really put it together when it's happening to you. Uh, For me, it was just my friend, Tony Delgado. I know people be like sick of hearing me talking about his name every second, but he got me into skateboarding. Awesome. And- yeah, I won't count when I was 10 because it was a Walmart board and then I landed some weird trick. It wasn't even a pop trick. It was like more as like a, the flip, like you put the foot in the board and then you flip on it. And I was like, yo, that's cool. My brother looked and then I tried to ollie and it snapped. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> my favorite. My first trick was a shove it on a patch of ice with a Walmart board. It wasn't the safest way to learn it, but it didn't like it spun around me. So, yeah. Nice. Dan, what was your... What was the first trick you ever landed? The first trick that I can ever remember, I don't even know if it really constitutes as a trick, but I just remember sitting on my board and just going down the hill. <clears throat> Where I grew up, well, I kind of grew up all over the place. My, my family and I moved around a bunch, but primarily the place that I grew up was just a big hill in front of our house. And so I just remember sitting on the board and bombing down the hill. And so that, that's what my brother and his friends did. They basically bombed hills and they, and they built obstacles, so... Um, other than that, I think it was probably the same thing that Isaiah said, you know, where you kind of put your board upside down on your feet and you jump and flip it. Yeah, I remember that. And that's like, it's when you're first doing it, it's the, and not even that part. There was the half flip first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was terrifying. It's it was scary. one of, and it, <laughs> I never tried double. That was like the most scariest thing. Like I tried, uh, ne- let me take it back. I never landed it double because I tried it double and I just keep landing primo and primo. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this trick. <laughs> Speaking of the question, I'm very sorry to interrupt you, Travis. Oh, you're fine. You can punch me in the face later. Um, so, <laughs> what was your very first board, if you can remember, like, was it a blind or element mm. or... You know, I, I don't know what it was because my very, very first board was given to me. I, it was, I think, from my... my brother's friend and it was so chipped up like it, ba- it basically had no nose or tail i mean it was chipped all the way down to the trucks <laughs> <laughs> and it, i remember the grip tape just had like 
one little thin line, right? And like on that thin line where the grip tape was cut on the top, you could almost see a graphic. But the thing was, I mean, I want to say, and I, for some reason, I think it was a consolidated, but I don't know. But <laughs> but my my brother and his friends were really into the consolidated skateboards. So there's a chance, but there's also another chance that it could have been a Santa Cruz board because I remember them rocking Santa Cruz. So my very first board, right. I'm not I'm not sure. What year was it when you started skateboarding? Oh man, it must have been I'm gonna really date myself now. I think it had to have been third or fourth grade. So it would have been ninety three or ninety four. Before ninety. 93. Wow, that is so cool. So you were um, starting skating right at that time period where it was transitioning from the freestyle days of like the Bones Brigade moving more towards street skating. Is that does that sound about right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Street skating. Yeah, was, uh, uh, it was on the up, you know, it was on the it was on the come up for sure. Yeah, where um, wheels got smaller, boards got bigger, yeah, pants and shirts yeah, got oh, baggier. It was, it was <laughs> ridiculous, man. I mean, I, I literally remember grabbing my dad's pants. This must have been like fifth or sixth grade. My dad's <laughs> pants, who's a pretty pretty big guy. I think he wore like a 45 waist. And I'm a pretty small dude. I think probably at that time I was maybe wearing like a 29. And I grabbed those, those huge pants, dude. And that's what I wore, man. I wore those. <laughs> okay. I probably had the biggest okay. pants. I had the biggest pants in my classroom. That's all I'm saying. That's how cool I was. <laughs> so, so Dan, you so you grew up in the time where freestyle skateboarding was dying and street style skating was coming in. Now, like to end a lot of pro skaters of that time period definitely um conformed isn't the word I'm going to use. Um they definitely changed their style with the time. Do you remember the time period and like the energy of that time for skateboarding? Oh, for sure, man. I mean, for me, it was, uh, I kind of grew up out in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, I grew up about an hour from Portland, Oregon. So I grew up in kind of in the woods. Good God. So we didn't, uh, <laughs> necessarily have like thing, you know, we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what was cool, but my brother's friends, um, we're building ramps in the backyard and there was a, a rock quarry down the street. So there was all kinds of DIY stuff. This is kind of <laughs> kind of close to when uh, Burnside Skate Park started to kind of happen. Yeah. It's, and and that's where, as the years went on, that's kind of where we went to skate. And, and uh, I remember kickflips happening. I remember kickflips kind of becoming the sort of... Um, gateway to you know it's almost like a what's the word i'm looking for it was like a um a, a, a gateway trick i guess or like you know mm. kind of a status trick if you could kick flip then that was it nowadays yeah. now it's the it's a, it's a tray flip right but three <laughs> yeah but then it was then it was the kick flip if you could kick flip then you were a true skater but i i never really fussed with that because my brothers were obsessed with public domain and in public domain, that's where Mike Valley became sort of the standard for for what we enjoyed. So I never really changed with it. I, my, I just sort of always, it was always bonelesses. It was always bean plants. It was always planting your foot and, and street plants. That's kind of how it always was for us growing up. And bombing hills. Right. We bombed a lot of hills, too. Oh, oh geez. Yeah, that's... Bomb hill, I suck at it. I, I like the last time I tried it, I hurt myself. Like, cause um, there's a hill like down the road, like literally where I stay at, <laughs> and for the ABC store, 
So it was like it was two cars in my way. I was trying to get on the sidewalk, and I got in sidewalks and out of nowhere there was like mulch everywhere. So I just like got a wheel bite and I flew. I was just like, "You guys, it's, it's dangerous, I, man. I, I, it's dangerous." Look, I'm not I'm not going to bring the mood down, okay? Because because there's some some great energy on the boneless boys, okay? But oh, thank you. But <laughs> I will say I have had friends who haven't made it past bomb bombing hills. I've I've had friends who have who passed away doing that. So all I'm going to say is, if you're going to bomb hills. Wear a helmet. Wear a helmet because it's if I mean if you're depending on depending on the hill you're bombing. If you're bombing a true hill, it's don't be ashamed to put that helmet on. Yeah, seriousness. Like I will wear a helmet when it comes to like that time where I'm not dropping a bowl like uncomfortable for me. But like I would not be ashamed to wear a helmet. But like if Aaron tell me put on the helmet while I'm street skating and it's like flat ground like. I'm totally fine, but when it comes to a pebble, then we got problems. Otherwise, <laughs> when you're, I can say for myself, up until like 16, 17, there's this smoke screen that's in front of you as a skateboarder where you think you're invincible almost. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like you think you look back, like you bomb a hill and you go through like an intersection and you're like in the moment, you're like, oh, this is, this is fun. Sure. Then once I, once it hits like, like nineteen twenty, I'm like, whoa, there's, <laughs> there could be cars right. coming from the other way. Oh, totally. And like, yep. there's no way to stop. As you get older, you definitely, it's a definitely a growing experience. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where when you, yeah, when you're young, you don't know. I mean, if you haven't been hurt before and you don't know pain, then you're that's kind of before once you experience pain that's kind of when you start questioning things and that's a little bit where the fear comes in because that you know for me i like to jump off of things right but but the thing is is what's the hesitancy right the hesitancy is because i've been hurt before and i've been injured so without fear you don't you're you're free right and so the the one thing I think that kind of holds us back is skateboarding sometimes is the fear, but the thing that keeps us going is the determination. So understanding like, okay, we might get hurt. And I know that there's cars crossing at the, at the bottom of this hill, but then we have to make the justification in our mind of like, okay, this is going to be fucking sick. Sorry, I swore. This is, this is going to be sick. You're fine. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be worth it if I get hit by a car. You know, you kind of have to, you kind of have to like justify it in your head. I don't know if it's just because, like, when I'm bombing hills, I got to be a little, like, a friend. Someone got watched down, like, spot watch, I guess it was called. And we got to have that. Like, if I do a, like, unless it's, like, a mellow hill, then, yeah, I'm fine. But if it's, like, good, good, steep hill, I got to watch my friends and make sure they all right. And yeah, that's how we do it. Because it's, like, and, and, like, where I'm staying at, it's, like, it's, it's, it's called the coastal plain. It's, like, more flat. It's not really hills. It's, like, man-made hills. It's not, like, like the mountain hills because North Carolina is pretty, like, <laughs> so you, you got the mountains and you got the Piedmont and you got the coastal plain. Coastal plain flat. Like, you, like, it's not flat like this as in Oklahoma, but it's, like, flat as, like, in, uh, concave flat, but it got some little hills a little bit, if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, I got you. Where, where I'm at, it's just... Country and woods and deer and coyote and woods and <laughs> coyote. <laughs> yeah, here it's just people outside of Cumberland Farms, and it attracts some uh, zombies, Uh-oh. to say the least. <laughs> yeah, you got zombies. You lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. Look, 
Because if bad where I'm at where I'm from, there's no Chuck E. Cheese, no Harlem <laughs> Farm, no, um, no County Fair, we don't count New Day. Johnson County is known as country's place in North Carolina. There's nothing to do for your kids. And you, if you got kids, they're going to be like country boys girls and play football. And then go to a high school, I mean, go to a college that's like a one or two A division NCAA football team. And then after that, what they gonna do up next? <laughs> Go back, uh, drop, maybe drop out, maybe get AFL, NFL, whatever, NBA, and then everybody gonna worship that person. But if you're a skater around here, everybody gonna look down. Well, sometimes they look down at you, especially the old Karens. I got kicked out um, skating at, at school, but that was my fault. I skate like at schools around here. You gotta skate in the weekends. At the weekdays, them principals will call you like you get got in trouble in the fight in middle school, but. <laughs> It, it, it's in this area, North Carolina. It's it's a, it's a good vibe, skating, but it's just Karens are like overpowered skaters by like two. Mm, yeah, you know it's funny as you get older. I think I think you kind of get a pass. So I I think like this. Uh, I guess it's like a funeral home, which is kind of sad. But there's this there's this <laughs> funeral home up the street from my house, and uh, at night I go up there and I skate. And um, I think when you get older they see you they just kind of think it's sad like they're just kind of like oh okay he hasn't he hasn't quit okay so uh one night i was skating up there i didn't know anybody was there and the owners came out and i just looked at them and they just said just have fun be safe (laughs) i just stopped for a second and i overcompensated and i was like oh just an old dude skating (laughs) thanks you know and they they just they gave me a pass and so now i i can skate up there without without having to worry about it um, a, an amazing follower and listener of the show, Kevin Well, um, Kevin Wellett, Kevin Wessels. I'll just I'll just edit out all the times I mispronounced his name. He uh, messaged <laughs> he messaged us after the first episode, saying how he loved um, hearing us talk about how inspiring it is for skateboarders to break the mold. And between us, um, Dan, you talking about fear and sometimes loss with people who commit to something like skateboarding, and it's really any art form. Um, Kevin and I talked about how important skateboarding is, not just as like um, a sport. It's a that thing that people need. It's that teacher that people need sometimes. It's that parental figure that may not be there. Absolutely. I'm going to read my reply because I have the memory of a goldfish. Mm-hmm. Um, so the message we want to send is that skateboarding is about like expression. Life shouldn't be about being the best of other people's standards. It should be about being the best of your own. If you're confident in a life choice and you know it'll make you better, accept the solace in that landmark and don't let people say, oh, that's it. Mm. Well, it's a start. That's where toxicity really starts. It's when people who are unfulfilled and full of envy, they see the place that you're at, even if it's not as grand as theirs, and they decide, I don't feel good about myself today. I'm going to drag that person down Mm. with me. Skateboarding for myself has become synonymous with like a landmark in life. A trick for one person may be the thing that makes them confident to do the next thing in their life. And the positive comment on the video that they post may be like the gateway to them starting a conversation, Mm -hmm. developing social skills. I like to think that sharing stories like we're doing is why we love skating. This can be applicable to any profession, any hobby, any lifestyle you choose to lead. But it's 
amazing how people like Street Plant and you with the Skatefulness podcast are able to blur those lines of awkwardness that would ordinarily be there if you just hit some guy up and said, how's it going? You skate? But now we're all like in this intertwined community where everyone's commenting and liking on each other's posts. It's like I was talking to Isaiah at the last podcast, how like 20 years ago, it'd be amazing if you knew five people that were skateboarding. Sure. But we live in a time where you can know a thousand people right. and recognize every trick they're doing just because of the way they're doing it. Sorry, that was really long. I want to ask you, what was the first time that skateboarding like seemed like this is important to me? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, there's, I think there's a few times that that happened. I think the first time it happened was was mm-hmm. when I was a when I was a kid. And so here's the thing: when I was a kid, I like I mentioned before, I grew up in a small town. All my friends were older than me. All my friends were were my brother's friends, four or five years older than me. Um, if if they graduated high school or when they graduated high school and, and they, they, <laughs> they left or whenever they decided to leave, um, I was left to my own devices. So I spent a lot of time by myself and I still do. And I enjoy that. So I think I found solace in skateboarding in, in the way that um, I used to do this. It's when, when I ended up moving to town when I was a kid, I used to do this thing where as soon as the sun went down, that's when I would go skate. So the sun would go down and I would go skate at night and I would just cruise around town and I would have, I just pop my headphones in and I would just skate around town. I'd go to little skate spots. I'd go to the the skate park. And I think that's when I really discovered that, you know, the skateboard is my escape and the skateboard is the thing that um, I'm going to latch onto because not only is it going to get me around town as a transportation tool, I'm able to express myself in it. So, um, I've latched onto the idea since then that skateboarding is an art form rather than a sport for me, even though it can be a sport for other people. It's, it's a form of expression for myself. But then years went on. I, I broke my foot and I was, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. I was out of skate. I, was, I wasn't even able to use my, my foot. And it didn't happen skateboarding. It happened. Uh, I, I used to work in the music industry and I was working for a band and I jumped off the side of the stage and I, and <laughs> I, I smashed my what? foot and that's what, I, that's what happened. That's, that's the long, That's the short version. We got a musician here with Isaiah too. Nice, dude. Right on. Well, I wasn't. I used to do music. I, I stopped. Like literally, I did music for about a good since I was in middle school. And saying like after I graduated, I literally got into skating. So Shit. music called me. Yeah, it's weird. It's like as soon as I got like I was doing music, I was doing well, okay ish. I got a lot of feedback and stuff. And then my friend Tony got me to skateboard. So I was like, okay, I hate music. Well, that's great. That's great. It's funny that you mentioned that because, um, yeah, I mean, I was into, into music for a really long time that, you know, that was my job. I I was a guitar tech. I traveled all over the place for different bands and worked in that field, but I got so jaded and I, and I sort of saw the underbelly of that industry. And when I broke my foot, then I was done. I didn't know what I was going to do. Anyways, long story short, Years later, um, I, I had gone through this this um, depression of I can't use my foot, I can't skate, I can't walk. I used a cane for a long time, and um, I got this sense of motivation. I can't even tell you what it was, um, but I woke up one day and I thought, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna start working towards Im- improving myself. And I just told my wife, I said, I'm gonna go for a walk, and. She was like, what do you mean you're going to go for a walk? (laughs) 
And I literally got up and I, and I walked around the block, hobbled around the block and I, and I did it. it. It was fine. And I felt okay. And the more I did that, I decided to eat, started eating. I started taking care of myself. Uh, and, um, anyways, long story short, I was like, I'm going to start skating again. And I went, I got a skateboard from the local corporate skateboard shop at the mall and posted a picture on Instagram. I started an Instagram account, posted a picture, hashtagged, I love skateboarding or something. And then, uh, a battalion member commented on that. And from then I, I, I realized that there's so, okay, let's say this. So I, I, I was like, I'm going to skate. I'm going to start skateboarding again. How do I do this? I'm going to go to the skate park. I went to the skate park and I felt discouraged. I felt embarrassed. You know, I'm 36 years old and uh, people are ripping here and I didn't want to skate. And so I didn't know what to do. My wife said, build a ramp in the garage. I built a ramp in the garage, posted it on Instagram. Basically, she's like, if you build it, they will come kind of thing. So, so I, I built the <laughs> ramp, posted it. A uh, battalion member commented on it. I was like, what's this battalion thing? And so I looked it up. And I looked up Mike V and found street plants, found the community. And then that's legitimately, that's legitimately when I fell in love with skateboarding again, because I couldn't go to the local skate park without feeling embarrassed, but I could post something on Instagram and feel encouragement. And, and I could feel like I was accepted there. And that's really what kicked skateboarding in, into high gear with me and something that changed my life, you know, legitimately. Isaiah, so when was the first time you decided to do, like, a video on Instagram? Funny story about this. So, uh, start December 15th. The very first post was me trying to do a 5-0 stall on, the, like, this mini, mini uh, quarter. It was, like, two feet, literally. And I did a bonus, uh, to bonus flip or bonus finger flip to disaster. I had that moment where... I was trying to do a lot of boneless, and then people was like throwing like shit at me. We can bleep this out if we can. Nope, that no, it, this it, is perv. This is fine. Okay, like they throw shit. At me. <laughs> clearly, like like dog shit. <laughs> hey, bring the I, I shit. Just just throw to him. <laughs> my point is, He's like, man, uh, we don't even have Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let, let me take it back. In the county where I stayed at, it was like Goldsboro, so they had skate park, and it was just like. The, the community is fine. It's like, it's only like certain people think I was like, we've been with this for a while. We've been skating for two years. It's just a phase we're going to do. But I keep doing it more and more and more. It was just so much envy people have with me because uh, no one else was really doing bonuses like that. And then oh, yeah. people got envy of me because it was it was weird. And then the funniest story ever, my friend um, Jake Jones, shout out to him, very good friend of mine. He got me into like um, telling me how like uh, he like hashtagging Mike like telling Mike V and this and that and also Skate Nelson love y'all to death. Um, he kept they hashtag Mike V and telling me about Three Plant Battalion and then next thing you know, it was just the best loving community. I love them to death not because they like some comments. It's just the positivity, mm-hmm. number positivity. And then I found skatefulness. And I, I, I love the, like, this, it brings a joy to my face. And then, I, and in all honesty, it got me the more, I, I used to be anti-social. 
And I used to just not talk to people. Now I can actually talk to people, like go to the skate park, and people be like, hey, you're that guy that bought the bones. <laughs> I'm like, yep. And then that's if it wasn't for Street Plant Battalion or Street Plant General Bones Brigade or any one of them, um, then I would never met y'all. And it's just, it, it like, I wake up every day just happy and just positive. And I want to do just, like, whatever trick I can. And... And I just love it because everyone street plant just skate differently, and we all love just to skate because there's no rules in skateboard, like Mike V said. And I'm gonna bring this up every time. And um, the Barrett versus him and yeah. uh, Chris Cole. But yeah, it's like everybody knows me the Bones guy now. Like I don't like to be called the Bones God, <laughs> but everybody call me the Bones guy. <laughs> well, you're the boneless. That's boy. right. That's right. You're one. You're one half of the boneless. <laughs> and don't forget it. Created in the image of the boneless guy. <laughs> so. Uh, Instagram name Dominic underscore skate ask us what's our opinion on on non grab trick traditional street skating like kickflips. What yeah. about him? He won't ask our opinion about it. Like I, for me, I, I I love every trick, but I would get tired seeing a tray flip every five seconds sure. in a street video. You want to know my opinion? As long as they're having fun, I could care less. Do if you're touching. Look, here's my thing. Like touch the ground, grab your board, put your foot down, close your eyes, put your arms out. Do all of that stuff because that's what makes you feel good. If you're the kind of skater that is out there getting techie, if you're the kind of skater that's looking for a sponsor, that's great as long as you're having fun. So that's yeah. my opinion. You know, I yes. could care less. I mean, I personally, that's what I like to do. I like to grab my board. I like to put my foot down. But that's not for everybody. I love seeing every trick. You have fun skate. Like that's just, my, my main motto is like skate. Travel, drink beer. Travel smoke this, um, but I don't drink beer every day. Don't be <laughs> alcoholic, kids. Um, but I, I it's, it's just people will get like give us crap. Like the the people that grab the board calls, they think it's easy, but they can see a tray flip ten thousand times. And to me, it, it makes no sense. I'm like, bro, as long as you're having fun. Cause I go to skate park. Sometimes you're like, oh, this guy's a kook or whatever. Cause he can't do this, and I do kick flip. Like, oh, never mind. You're cool. I'm like, bro, what? It's, it's, I guess it's just a new kind of generation. Like, everybody follows these certain rules. Yeah, it's rules. funny that the Barracks uh, have kind of set that standard. But, like, Steve Barra is such a sweet guy. He doesn't care how you skate. The thing the thing is, too, is, um, yeah, yeah. look, I can't tray flip. Okay, I'm 36 years old. I, I've come to the realization that that you trick's can't. not going to happen for me. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, people say that doing a boneless is a quote-unquote easy trick. And maybe it, maybe it is, but you know what? You know what, dude? Not everybody has style. That's the difference. You can do a boneless, but can you do it with style? Can you tweak it out? Yeah. Do you have? Can you put your own imprint nope. on that boneless? That's the difference. Nope. You know, Isaiah does his own imprint on the boneless by doing a backside three sixty yeah, boneless, and oh, no yeah. less, no, no less no. stepping off front side oh, dude, to do it's it. Crazy. The only reason I didn't do that is because I would twist myself yeah. in half like Darth Maul. <laughs> exactly. And, so and then he did it and then i saw him do it a couple hundred times and i'm like okay okay it's worth um not being able to turn my neck for yeah <laughs> no nah, man it's like everybody keeps asking me like how are you doing this i, I mostly tell them it's fake as a joke <laughs> uh, I, I usually show people like, uh, like, I, like for example i show my brother and my brother like hey do that bonus fourth thing i, I did he's like bro look. I, I do it every time it's just it's a surprise people i'm just like I can't, can't do a bone flip. No, you can't do a bone flip. Do a bone force flip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, Isaiah, you brought everything full circle. We we inevitably all talked about some like instance where depression or just being isolated or being a recluse resu- um, resulted in us doing the most reclusive sport possible, skateboarding. I think of yeah. the amazing Spider-Man when Peter Parker goes into like a little hangar and he just starts skating around, which was one of my major inspirations where I'm like, hey, that's that's me. And skateboarding in the halls, too. Don't do that, kids. You'll get in trouble. And people that are introverted by something in their lives, like his life isn't easy for some people. We have all these people being introverted, pursuing an introverted sport. Mm -hmm. Then, Dan, you are now the host of the Skatefulness podcast. You are connected with, like, Street Plant. And this once introverted sport is now extroverted in terms of social media and enthusiasm. How did that happen? How did uh, skatefulness happen? So I had started a podcast by myself and um, it it was really boring. And I I put up one episode um, and Dave Pike had messaged me about it and said, dude, that was awesome. Are you going to do any more of that? And I said, I don't know. It's a lot of work. I don't want to do it by myself. So Dave and I decided that we were going to do a podcast together. Originally, I wanted to call it Go Skate Yourself. But we decided that maybe we should go with a different route. So we go truck (laughs) yourself. (laughs) So we decided, um, you know, I said, I want it to be about being grateful. There's so many podcasts out there. There's there's not a lot of skateboarding podcasts, but I wanted to make sure our podcast was glorifying the gratefulness aspect of skateboarding. So we decided on the word skatefulness and we uh, we did a couple episodes. It was really fun. We had some battalion members on there, and um, I ended up going to a Black Flag show, and I met Mike, and we chatted for a bit. I asked if he wanted to be on the podcast, and he said yes, and we had we had him on the podcast, and then from there, you know, we we decided that we we ended up having the conversation like, hey, you know, maybe we can uh, kind of make this the official podcast of the Street Plant Battalion. And that's how that came about, and it was and, it, and it's been great. So we had a we had a good run in that um, in that aspect of the show. Now we're kind of switching gears a little bit. There's a lot of um, a lot of moving parts, and so we're we're kind of taking a step back and resetting a little bit. So skatefulness is going to be taking on sort of a different uh, personality, I guess you could say. Um, Escapefulness is, I think I told you this earlier, Travis, Escapefulness is sort of the umbrella. And under that umbrella is the podcast. Um, there's a blog. Um, there's going to be some, some, some vlogging. There's going to be some video content. We're just going to kind of go back to the, the idea of just being grateful and just kind of ki- take a chill um, sort of approach to it. So, so Escapefulness is going to be unpredictable. We're going to do it. Um, in a completely different way than what you've heard in the past, but um, it's going to be it's going to be better because it's going to be more thoughtful, and that's really what I want to do. I'm, I want to make people think, and I want to make people, um, you know, think about the things that they're grateful for when it comes to the thing that we love, skateboarding. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> about for God. To wrap this up, you mentioned skatefulness. One mantra you always have on your social media is hashtag What are you skateful for? Yeah. And I'll go first and I'll pass it along. I, oh boy. Mm-hmm. I think I'm skateful for the people I wouldn't have ordinarily met had I started skateboarding. Uh, 
Isaiah, what are you skateful for? Oh, I'll try my best not to break down tears. Um, it's Don't just... be a bitch. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's just uh, just the positivity what the whole community just brings into like not just me but into other people that's just got into like street plant battalion and it's just this positivity like when you drink the coffee early in the morning it just beats you in the face and it's like wake up and it's just like brings a smile to my face every day right it's just I, I love like it's just i love y'all like love every one of y'all who i love y'all to death it just brings me the positive wake up and be like rise and shine and people like my neighbor's going to think what is wrong with this guy right here my next door yeah about but at the same time, they stepping up there like they're doing some stuff in the yard crap. <laughs> like, literally, while we was talking, while uh, Chad was talking, also when Dan was talking, they were just stepping. I'm just like, oh, my God. But, Dan, what are you Well, it's funny you should ask. No, uh, you know, it's funny. We're, I'm actually going to be um, <laughs> on the Skatefulness Podcast Instagram page. I'm going to be doing – I posted one today. But I'm going to be doing kind of a series about this. What are you skateful for? And I want all, I want everybody to chime in on it. But I think what I'm mostly skateful for is going to sound super cliche. What I'm mostly skateful for is the ability, the actual ability to be able to skateboard. The fact that I can, and uh, just even if at the end of the day I wasn't able to do any tricks, I wasn't even able to do an ollie and no slide a boneless whatever as long as at the end of the day i can roll that's what i'm skateboarding for and you know I mean, what real men cry. real men cry it's all good <laughs> pull yourself together man hey i had to watch apollo creed oh. die in the ring and then oh. i had to watch apollo oh. creed die again in predator and then i had to watch apollo creed die a third time in happy gilmore so i know <laughs> all about that <laughs> This this has been a good day. Good day. All right, here. All right, this is this is the black side coming out. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> and special shouts to everyone out there. Okay. Oh man, good I got a shout out. I'm yeah, shout, shout out. out my my pops, my dogs. They're they're scratching at the door. They they want to go to the bathroom. So I love my dogs to death. Uh, I'm gonna shout out uh, Dave Pike. I'm gonna shout out Joey Funk. Buzz. I'm gonna shout out Mike V. I'm gonna shout out. Let's see who. Can, Boom, dude! I got shout outs for days. But I, I'm the same way. It's like shout out everybody street street plant particularly. I'm about to butcher everything. Um, everyone in the North Carolina, Southwest, yeah, yeah. North Carolina, everybody in the whole world, y'all are heard. Um, <laughs> shout out people from Mars. Uh, and literally, I, like go it. If you have, you're never too old to skate. Never too young to skate. And it does not matter what size you are to skate, cause I've seen people with no legs skate, mm. big, small. You just got to find a way. And there's no, I ain't going to say, there's 94% chance there's no negativity when you go to a skate park. It's okay to go to a skate Look, park. Look, most, most people are so, worried about what they're thinking about, okay? So uh, most of the time people aren't watching you. They're focused yeah, on what I, they're I, trying I, to do. Keep that in mind. What we've learned is that sometimes life can get hairy. And one person I want to thank is Harry's Razors for sponsoring this podcast. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. They didn't sponsor <laughs> this like, podcast. No. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the what? Yeah. No. I want to thank Isaiah, my trusty co-host, the taller half of the <laughs> Boneless Boys, and our guest, 
Dane, how do you say it? D- Dane, Dane, Sheehan. Sheehan? Dane Sheehan. Get it right. Yeah, I want to thank Dane Sheehan for being here. Thank you, man. Stay tuned for the Skatefulness podcast. Thank you to everybody who's going out and supporting like the sport that you're so passionate about. Thank you to Street Plant, Street Plant Battalion. Yeah, Thanks for having have me. Good night, man. Love you guys. All Peace. Right. Love you. All right, Isaiah, send us home. So, all right, boys and girls, this is the end of the second episode of The Boneless Boys featuring our special guest today. It was Dan Sheehan, and it's me, Isaiah Allen, and we we love y'all to death. Go learn how to skate. You're never too old to skate. Shred it like some iceberg lettuce. (laughs) Oh, ew.